the one with the roller coaster and the entry in the franchise everyone seems to have already seen but me, in Japan this one is called Final Dead Coaster which seems oddly suitable. For now we'll just call it the third installment in the Final Destination series. It's been six years on screen since that fateful plane crash and we're still not done talking about it. There's a feeling from the opening credits that the budget for this one got a bit of a boost, but upon consulting Wikipedia I'm informed that it had a similar budget to the previous films, around $25 million. Maybe it's just been put to better use? Funfairs are already established canonically in the horror genre as a scary setting. Zombieland did its part to try and dilute, or at least subvert, that trope. So this establishes the setting well. The inciting accident in this entry revolves around a crash on the Devil's Fright roller coaster, which the cast had to ride 26 times in one night during filming. As with the other entries there's a formulaic cheating of death via the protagonist's premonition. At this stage it's tried and tested but altogether necessary to tell a final destination story. The incident in this film sees an adequate amount of seat swapping and confusion before the accident. Which not only seems to confuse death but also the audience. This one also includes a fight which, as we know from previous entries, is a good way to remove characters from death's design. The music during some of the scenes, especially in the lead-up to the incident, is aggressively intruding, presumably to ramp up the tension before the crash. It serves only to distract from the scenes at hand. The rickety roller coaster FD3 reminds me somewhat of a horrible roller coaster that was once outside Barry's in Portrush, when I was about six. It was only about 40 feet long but it was a proper bone shaker. Hit me up in the comments if you know it. As with those other entries, the incident is somewhat glossed over. This time we see it begin but it quickly cuts away. As I mentioned before, this is a great choice but also an odd one. Even a few alternate angles would have helped tell the story, after all the incident is now changed from the one we saw in the premonition. The audience doesn't want to see the whole thing again, just a few shots to give it a bit more gravity. This time around it's unclear who made it off the ride. The previous entries had that obligatory side room scene which established the survivors affected. It's hard to take these characters seriously, yes, I know it's a horror film. Especially the mean girls slash legally blonde slash white chicks girls who die in the sunbeds. They are such tropes of the typical horror bimbo that the audience is itching to see their dispatchment. Death continues to announce its presence by breezing into each room. This time their presence involves squeezing all the lotion out of a bottle, textbook flickering of lights and screens, blowing some leaves and wind chimes about, and changing of the radio station. Has anyone else noticed the Apple product placement in the Final Destination series? It was front and center during FD2 but a little bit more subtle during this one. FD3 also features heavy use of the Motorola Razr V3 phone. I'll be watching for it like the HAL of 180 appearances. This film represents the entry with the least references to the number, only appearing backwards in the form of 081 twice and in reference to a song. By the halfway mark I'm so eager for the next kill that the film has become tedious. It feels like the writers came up with the deaths and then worked backwards through the scenes to establish a story. While I'm not exactly against that method it seems to be at great expense of the story. The writing in Final Destination 3 is a bit disjointed, but on a positive note, this one is currently winning as the most drawn-out and elaborate death design scene, in the warehouse, so far. It takes forever to play out and even after my viewing I'm still trying to work out if any of it mattered towards the end result. My guess is not. Conclusions This outing leans heavily on the emotional drama rather than the supernatural elements. A few strange choices in writing and direction including a rather clunky but throwaway 9-11 reference that seemed to be just for the sake of it. There's a flavor to these films which is apparent in this opening scene, 
Final Destination as a franchise has now established a trademark sense of humor and definitive method of storytelling. As established as it may be, by this third film that flavor feels a lot more diluted and lighter in content since the original. This one also feels independent of the franchise like Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift but thinner in quality. Let's see if the franchise can bring it back for part 4. A blog for the modern geek, lifestyle, news, reviews, film slash TV, gaming, tech, music, opinions, culture, craft beer, and general geekery. CrazyDiscuss2.com